show with your host, Chili Gilliam, Shawnee K, and Miss Lala, where we talk current events, entertainment, sports, and anything irrelevant. Yeah, you heard me. Irrelevant. Yeah, you heard the guy. Irrelevant. What's going on, ladies and gents? It's your host, Chili Gilliam. And Shawnee K. And, um... It's Saturday the 18th. It's quarantine lockdown still. <laughs> Day 99.999. People are still <laughs> going crazy, pro- protesting to their governors, um, breaking the rules. Millions of them out in, in closer distance than six feet. Yeah, they all. So, yep, we had a a protest in Lansing on Wednesday for all the people that are pissed at the uh, government lockdown. They said that it should not be extended and they want it over with. Yeah, people's out there with no masks on and everything. Even speculations of handing kids candy. Yep. Hand to hand. I I, I took this as like, those are people that that never got on punishment when they were younger. They don't know what the fuck it means <laughs> oh to sit down. Oh my gosh, like, no, you did just say that. Like, wow. we understand a lot of businesses are hurting, and it's like, um, we're trying to do this for the greater good of humanity. True. Like, we can like, rebuild. Hopefully, people will come to your shop, you know? Over 30,000 people passed away from this, so I don't understand why people ain't taking this shit serious. Because they probably own some type of business and they want to get back to work and making money true, before they true. lose their business completely. But who's to say if they open back up, people just going to... It's still those people who still feel like you, like... But... It's, you know, that they shouldn't... Op- it's not time yet, you know? I just... Well, you still got people that's going to go out there. Majority of people going to try to go back to life. You see people out here now. Like, you, it's probably, I'll say 50 to 60% of the people still out here doing what they got to do with masks on, without mask on, however. So, somebody start opening some shit up, they going to flock. And um, ever since this happened, I guess she turned her coattail and shit. Governor Whit, was it Whitmer or Witcher? Whitmer, Governor Whitmer here? Yeah, Whitmer. She, um, she said that they're going to come up with a plan she is bipartisan she's a part of a bipartisan group of governors mm. from several states michigan ohio wisconsin illinois minnesota indiana and i believe kentucky um they will work in close coordination to, um to start opening up their states and governor whitmer announced this on behalf of the participating governors on thursday mm. And I heard New York just um, extended their stay to March, uh, I say March, May um, 15th. Yeah, well, New York got more deaths and more reports, more cases than other countries. So put that on the perspective. And um, Texas is aiming to be the first state open. And California, I just read something about them extending theirs also because their death rate is going up. Though They had their highest uh, death total today. Wow. So it's it's a 50-50. It's like you see these states that, that the stats are saying, well, we got more deaths and more cases than countries and states that still haven't reached their peak and people are arguing that they want to open up the states. Like, open up Cali now, but well, shit, Cali just had its highest death rate today, so well, shit. Speaking of opening up, Florida didn't open up the beaches. 
and people have been flocking to the beaches. This, they said over 5,000 people then came to the beach since it opened up. You know what? I think that, 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 I think that would be fine, but it, it, it's something you got to put. I understand they only open for a couple hours. I like that. Yes, they open from 11 a.m. I mean, from 6 a.m. to 11 a.m. And from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Oh, that's cool. And they said they are only open for exercise only. Mm. Like they said, you can walk, run, bike, swim, but you cannot sunbathe or gather in large groups or, you know, sit down in chairs and stuff. Mm. That's what's up. But they did see, well, me, <laughs> I was watching the news. I did see people, um, a couple of families was, you know, sitting down on the beach there, you know, with their family, though, having a picnic. They saying they trying to have the people, you know, get on, but obviously they're not. Well, shit, law officers, they, they just like humans. They're they regular citizens. They don't want to you know, put themselves in too much harm's danger for nothing. And then who want to spoil the fun? Like, damn, y'all opened up the beaches. <laughs> this one family going to stop and, you know, ignore the rules, though. You always got that one family, that one person who seemed like they had ruined it for everybody, though. That's the problem. There's always some type of iffy stipulation with these openings. Oh, stay at home, but go walk your dog. Go for a walk. But you told us to stay at home. Now, if you would have said stay at home and um, go to work only in groceries, that's just different, like. People out here doing whatever, whenever. You can't give us a 50-50 law. Like, you got to be stern on it, 100%. Now, I heard the personal, I mean, not personal. The strippers are giving them personal home dances and shit now. Oh, yeah, fucking awesome. Give me that damn number. Oh, okay, they on Facebook. The advertising, I seen them. <laughs> I seen the advertising on Facebook. Man, I need that number. I'll be like, it's... It's over 9,000. Man. Wow. But that's crazy though. Y'all be careful with that. That's just like on um, <clears throat> barbers and hairdressers. People are still doing hair, still cutting hair. Barbers are definitely charging premium, seventy five dollars a cut. Yes, chicks are doing hair too. And Shit. I was listening to Rude Jew, and he made a good point. He said that you should travel to other people's houses versus sitting at home having that traffic at your house. So that that's a good as a point. hairdresser, yes, yeah. yeah. But vice versa, you're putting that person in your. I bleach well, down a whole house. You know right. what? It's a 50-50 on that. Because if you're doing it at your house, you know you can bleach down your space that they at. But if you go to their house, you in their environment, like true. Like uh, if you walk but, somebody straight downstairs through the side door. But you got the snitches and junk, so I just felt his right, purpose on right. That. People calling and shit. Oh, it's five cars at his house. <laughs> shit, you better keep it low. What about the, about the meme with the lady looking out the door? This show a visitor today. Right, I seen nah, that too. Shit, shit, that's crazy. But um, it's been some reports that some damn uh government lab has been doing some experiments that says that the sunlight destroys the virus. Oh, I don't wow. know about this, even though we should be listening to scientists versus politicians when it comes to this shit. Yeah, definitely. Um, it shows that the coronavirus does not survive long in high temperatures and high humidity and is quickly destroyed by the sunlight. So that makes me think, why in the hell did we just have a cold-ass week in April after we had 70s for the past two months? It was snowing and the sun came out while right. it was snowing. I think that's some uh, big flaky snow. Some scientific snow there. Now, a lot of people talking about it was harp snow. 
whatever the fuck that is. They, they talking about oh, all that harp, thunder? Yeah, harp, harp, all, harp. all that thunder wasn't real thunder. Like they was <laughs> shaking the clouds and all that junk to, you know. Shaking the clouds. <laughs> Whoa, man. It, it was a whole bunch of speculations on this post. Like, oh my gosh, the accusations. Well, that's, was be, that, crazy. that's why Facebook coming out with this bullshit, Thomas, when they're going to send you to this coronavirus website if you post or like some fake news. But what that that that's y'all controlling the news, right? That's y'all that's saying y'all this is true and it, this isn't true. That that I is really so true. I don't like that shit. That's y'all version of the news. That that's like I'm um, trying to force feed us this certain this certain topic. And, and that goes back to when they did that on the medical stuff about the vaccinations and stuff like that. Like we only can go to this mm-hmm. site to find out vaccinations now. Like y'all eliminated all the off-brand sites who was telling us not to get vaccinations and stuff like that. So now it's only sites for that. Junk (coughs) people get ignorant. Like be fucking with your health for real, for real. She just confused me. I hit this L hard as hell, y'all. Oh my god. (coughs) So this lady um, was. All I heard was this and that and that and this. This thirty-year-old woman. She's supposed to be healthy. She um was took some um what is that the x-ray scans and she got a not she she got um a not uh what pre you, you I mean I mean what the hell she got she got pre pneumonia in her lungs but they saying that after that two days later she got um tested positive for the coronavirus so now they saying that Early on testing of um, people are getting pre, pre people are getting pneumonia first and then they getting the coronavirus. Mm. So that goes to show you like you get a cold first and then it progresses to this and then progresses to that. To me, that's what I take it as. But another thing, they found um, lumps in her X-ray that looked like it could be glass. And they also saying that um, victims of people who found glass in their lungs or whatever, they got um, tested for SARS and MERS. MERS is a Middle Eastern syndrome disorder, something like that. And SARS, they saying coronavirus ain't nothing but another version of SARS, so they might as well run all them tests at the same damn time. But you, you would think they ain't thinking of SARS right now, though. They focus on Corona, and you see yeah, all the deaths. Yeah, coronavirus is another version of SARS, though. Like, they, I seen that in the report. I'm like, you got to think of that shit. You don't even so, see people down a pneumonia they, they, or they the flu anymore. They think about the flu. They're not, they not classifying it as the flu and pneumonia. They're classifying it as coronavirus. Everybody they, that dies, they keep on saying it's coronavirus. If you die of a heart attack or something, they're going to look at you and test you and say, Oh, you had coronavirus. You died of COVID nineteen. That's what they've been doing. That's just like we reported last week. Mm. So, um, the eight best movies you can watch right now at home. This report is coming from Vox.com. And uh we're gonna start off with a movie called Forty Five Years. You can watch this on the Criterion channel, whatever the hell that is, the IFC Unlimited also. You can rent and purchase it on iTunes, Amazon, YouTube, Google Play, and Voodoo. It's directed by Andrew Hay. Tells the story of a long married couple, Jeff and Kate, who are played by Tom Courtney 
and Charlotte Rampling. During the week leading up to their 45th wedding anniversary celebration, the pair's steady relationship is interrupted and unexpected later. And while the news in the letter is a reminder of the past that barely concerns them now, it throws them into a strange uneasiness. Now, after 45 years, a letter, I wonder what's on that letter. That, that makes this movie pretty interesting. What was in this damn letter to make y'all change y'all marriage after 45 years? That's, that seems pretty inter interesting to watch there. Mm. Looking forward to see that. I think we got IFC. Or, or YouTube. <laughs> um, I don't know what the hell this is. This is something called Beyond the Visible. Hilma F. Clint. Okay. All right. Something about a modern museum. Swedish painter. This is a documentary party about a painter. Um, you can only find this in a list of theaters available on the Kingdom Archive website. Well, we cannot watch this now. Oh, you receive a rental link and profits help support the independent theater. All right. Um, the Fits. Official trailer for The Fits. This is looks like a show about some um, a school's dance team. 11-year-old is trying to fit in with the older girls. And uh, some of the girls start to experience mysterious fits. Tony, along with her peers, wonder what's happening. The fits have no answer, but it's a masterful and confident take on the pressure to become part of the crowd among adolescent girls. Mm. That sounds kind of good. Now, this came out in uh, 2016. You say it, it was one of the best films. You can watch it on the Criterion channel. Also, Amazon Prime, iTunes, YouTube, Google Play, and Voodoo. So, it's like Voodoo, damn. Google playing Google, they, they they coming over. Hell Caesar, have you heard about this? No. I've heard about I heard this name, but um it's it's directed by one of the, the, the Cohen brothers, so I've heard their name. There's Hollywood. It's a tale of old Hollywood focusing on a studio executive named Eddie Mannix, who struck trying to put who stuck trying to put on a thousand fires a day. Oh, mm, sounds like my job. Somehow he gets stuck in a sort of old fashioned passion play with himself as a man of sorrows, trying to rescue everyone from their sins. Uh, Jonah Hill is in this movie. Uh, Shannon Tatum, George Clooney, Scarlett Johansson. Okay, your description sounded boring, but when you name the actors <laughs> and the actresses. The story has everything from synchronized swimmers to a coven of communists. What in the hell? It's an absolute delight. Check this out. That's why I seen this. George Clooney. I seen him in the um, trailers of this shit. Hell Caesar. Mm. All right, check this out on Netflix, YouTube, Google Play, and Voodoo. The Innocent Files is something that's on Netflix, uh, founded in 1992 by law professors. So this is some type of documentary of D about DNA evidence to free innocent prisoners. All right. Mm. Now, like I said, it's if you into documentaries, yeah. that's be interesting. Something like 50 Cent new shit called Life. Somebody trying to free for life. People, somebody mm -hmm. trying to free somebody. Yeah. A movie called The Quarries, available on Apple TV, Fandango Now, Google Play, Microsoft, and Voodoo. Uh, yeah. From writer and director Scott Teams, who did Rectify, Slow Burning Tale of Sin and Redemption, centers on a mysterious man with a dark past, Shay Wingham. So that is an actor. Uh, something about U.S.-Mexico border. Posing mm. as a, peach, a preacher, and soon discovers that the town has some darkness of its own. All right, so check out that. And this one, um, I think I mentioned it was on Amazon a couple weeks ago. Sela and the Spades. It's an Amazon original. Definitely check that out. This looks to be interesting. Follow some teens through high school. Mobster movie type. 
So that looks pretty interesting. Multi-talented director, first features film. Okay. Tyresha Poe's first film. All right. So definitely check that out. Sound like it could be interesting. A new girl trying to fit into a prestigious boarding school. Mm. 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 What she said, the art of Pauline Kale. This looks pretty stupid. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm not even going to. Sorry about that. But uh, that's the eight movies to watch at home from Vox.com. Yeah, so I'm going to pick out some of my own movies later on. But right now, we're going to go ahead and turn it over to Jay so he can hook us up with this week's movie update. Go ahead, Jay. What movies and TV shows should you be watching the week of April 13th? I'm Jay Shear, co-host of the Story Geeks podcast, and here are the movies and TV shows you can watch from home. Just released and available to rent or buy this week, just one movie coming out this week was in wide release prior to the coronavirus outbreak, and that's Just Mercy. Just Mercy stars Jamie Foxx, Michael B. Jordan, and Brie Larson, and follows the true story of a man convicted of a crime he did not commit, the lawyer who seeks to free him. Just Mercy has a Metacritic score of 68 and is rated PG-13. Some additional movies that are on Netflix for you to watch that I haven't mentioned yet. Steven Spielberg and Tom Cruise in the sci-fi thriller Minority Report. Tom Hanks in the period piece gangster film Road to Perdition, one of my favorite films of all time. The teen movie from back when I was still a teen can't hardly wait another one of my personal favorites the matrix and the two sequels to that film the whole matrix trilogy is now on netflix and if you're looking for a family film despicable me will be out on netflix on april 16th as for my picks i've already re-watched minority report and road to perdition the premise and the story that are both driving minority report are fantastic but i will say some of the special effects don't hold up Road to Perdition is still amazing, and I highly recommend it if you haven't seen it. And we're all thankful that Tom Hanks is over the coronavirus. He's through it. You can see him in his healthier days in Road to Perdition. On the latest The Story Geeks podcast, Sandra, Nick, and Priscilla talk about the sci-fi, fantasy, and comic book stories that have personally impacted their lives, including Batman, the animated series, The Simpsons, Iron Man, and more. Check out the Story Geeks podcast on your preferred podcast provider and listen to them talk about their favorite geek movies and why they were impactful to them. And as an aside, if you're looking for a quick, action-packed read, my time travel novel Time Slingers is available on Kindle for only 99 cents. Amazon is offering a steep discount. If you need something to read, check it out. Until next week, this has been Jay Shear. I hope you have fun streaming movies and TV shows at home. All right. Thanks, Jay. And um, feeding off what he was just saying is a perfect time to watch um, old movies and old TV shows. You know, stream all that shit. It's throwback time, y'all. Y'all sitting at home. They're not giving y'all enough new content. Pick up some of that old shit. I even started watching The Wire today. Like, I love that show, that series. Um, just... A perfect time i know I, i'm finally realizing like where i picked off at watching it back in the day and i was in school when the first season came out i didn't know that that's why i really didn't see that shit but i watched that first season today that shit is like 
man, fucking crazy. I feel like I'm back where I'm at, like, watching that crazy shit. But it shows me why me dealing with what I dealt with in my past. I don't talk on phones. I may say a few words. I get the fuck off that shit. Miss <laughs> oh Lala, Miss Lala heard me make a phone call and was like, "What? Like, what information was shared? Like enough? Like flat out enough? <laughs> like y'all know what the hell was said and what was gonna go out? Like no we matter. Could, like we could have said chicken nuggets, at- McDonald's, <laughs> click right. click b- bye. Like you know what I'm saying? So shit. She got um, Shawnee K over breaking shit in the studio. Oh. Tear the window out. Tear the oh. window out. But um, yeah, definitely a good time. Um, how much of the wire did you see in the past, or did you even watch it in the past? Uh, no, I never watched it. But I want to say around Christmas time, I watched the first two episodes, <laughs> and I just never picked it back up because it it seemed like it was it it was a little slow to me in the beginning. So I just couldn't go with it, but I watched it the other day a couple of times, and I I kind of like it. Like, it, it's interesting. I know I had it on. And she, she was looking at it for a good fifteen minutes. She she passed out. I was like, up oh, time to work. Fuck it. Oh my god. It's time to work. Oh my can't, god. Can't watch the wire with her. Hey, it was it was but, like um, three. You got to get into it. You got to know the. You got to know what it's about. That, that yeah, way that's my can, thing. I, I can't just jump into something. Me, I, I got to watch it from the beginning so I know who, what, when, why, what. I just need to know everything so I, I don't know. be asking nobody or trying to figure out myself. I know I skipped season two though. Like mm. that was about the port business and the Sabakis about Sabatech family coming into that. But I, I skipped that. I mean, even though uh, D'Angelo um, Avon's nephew did get killed in that season. But I'm about to start off with season three as soon as we get done working. And, uh, shit, we're going to see where that's popping off at. But see. old movies. Ooh. But Omar, though. <laughs> Omar. I, see, I've seen him in other movies in different roles. So when I see him as this gay dude, I'm shocked. Robber. Omar coming. And then to see him in court, he he like <laughs> I I just rob niggas for a living. I rob. Lady I rob asked him what's dealers. your occupation. She he, she was like he looking at her like what is an occupation? She's like well what do you do for a living? He's like I rob people for I a rip living. And run. What is ripping and running? I rob drug dealers. Everybody in the damn courtroom start laughing and shit. But um yeah definitely a good time to start watching old documentaries, old series, anything old school movies. Yeah. New Jack series, uh, New Jersey Drive, shit. What's what's the other one that had Tupac in it? Um, Above the Rim. Mm. Avon, the guy that played Avon Barksdale was in uh, Above the Rim. Y'all want to check out some of his old movies? Mm. And he got a couple brothers. Um, I believe his his brother is the one that plays uh in the Tyler Perry movie. The um, I forgot the name of. It's like Meet the Browns or something. The wife that that had the paralyzed husband. After he got into an accident, threw his ass in the tub. That, that's her? The bald-headed yeah, guy yeah, is his brother. Oh, really? That's Avon, the guy who played Avon, Wood Harris. Wood Harris. Mm. That's Wood Harris' brother. But, um, yeah, he got some brothers in the acting Spe- game. Speaking of people who we didn't know who related, mm-hmm. Tom Hanks is related to Mr. Rogers. Mr. Rogers. He actually played yeah, him. Like a cousin and, or something? Yep. They, they, they six cousins. Six. six cousins. Oh, yeah, wow. That's they six. A, that's a far reach. But he played him in, in the movie, in course, the documentary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was interesting because they kind of favor each other. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Now, this might be the most expensive pussy rub ever. Now, 
the game back in the day. Let's see here. I'm going to pull this up. He just lost his record label and and loyalty uh, royalty rights to his last Ooh, I heard <laughs> album, about that. Born to Rap, even though some people said it was crap. Mm. But um, there was a woman trying to collect a $7 million judgment against him, which he had not paid. Mm. So Priscilla Rainey was just granted any and all rights, title and interest in, in any money, property or future payments due to the record label, which was uh, set up to release the game's latest album, mm. Born a Rap. Uh, let's see if we can get to the meat of this story here. Dang, I passed up that story, but he lost something else that was significant. I can't think of it. Shit, at least right here it says record label. That's pretty fucking significant. But um, I, I read this story the other day, and it seemed like it was more meat to this. Um, All right, here we go. Here we go. Back in 2015, she sued him after he allegedly rubbed his hand on her bare vagina during a taping of his hit reality show, She Got Game. Mm. So, they went to court in 2016. Hold on, why was her vagina bare in a taping? Like, where your panties at? Where your Like, you knew modesty. what was going down. You know what this was going down with. You, you, you know, set up. MTV set this motherfucker up for some bullshit. <laughs> but MTV, on some real Viacom, shit, but... On, fuck. Why, why, why your pussy out? Like, right, if you were in a dress. Taping the show. And you taping the show. But um, he didn't show up to court in 2016. In February of that year, court awarded her a judgment totaling $7,130,100. And see, he probably had a female judge, too. And she was like, he ain't show up, so he really don't care? You know, it would be that type of judge. Like, say Judge Phillips, but it doesn't say if... Uh, oh, what man. The... Oh, man. Oh. Oh. Looks like a... Uh, what did she? Oh yes, I think she she did have a um, female judge, Judge Virginia Phillips. Mm. So <laughs> that probably didn't help him. But um, she posted something on Instagram. Somebody about to get their stimulus early. Oh wow! And Panamera, <laughs> and somebody somebody commented the gains money. She said that's my money, bitch. Didn't get a penny from that molester. Got mine from the mud. Okay. Oh wow! All right. So that's a pretty entertaining uh, entertainment story for you. Oh, Fashion Nova. A worker has tested positive at Fashion Nova's um, warehouse. So now they have started major cleaning efforts to clean it. So y'all better be careful if uh, y'all get some clothes from Fashion Nova. Y'all better sit, sit it out and spray it down or something. Speaking of testing positive... 100 workers at the world's largest meat processing facility yeah. was forced to shut down because 100 workers was test positive for the disease. But this was last week um, that this happened. So yep. um, let's just say Smith, let's hope. Smithfield pork and everything. So um, anybody that loves their pork, and I, I hope they don't do meat. But if, Because if they do meat, I'm going to be like, man. <laughs> yeah, they're supposed to be shutting down, so oh my it's gonna be meat gonna be scarce. I hope it's just pork and not not motherfucking beef too. Right, I, I feel that. Let's see here. McDonald's has a new blueberry cream filled pie. Mm. So if y'all like their strawberry cream and their cherry and cream, definitely try out this new uh, blueberry cream cheese pie. Looks pretty uh, tasty. As long as the blueberry ain't got no fucking seeds in them. 
And um, after this uh, lockdown is over, will you be going back to your nail shops and your Chinese restaurants after seeing the Chinese people, not all of them, mistreat African Americans? Yes. That is my question to y'all. We know y'all, some of y'all going to go back, but we want to know what the majority of y'all going to do. Now, you know, a lot of people here don't give a fuck because you see how they yeah. flock to certain people, certain ethnicity businesses who mistreat us anyway. And they they pretty much up, yeah. I don't think they gonna care. But me per, people me per se, it's like the Chinese people own everything in the hood. Yeah. Like the nail shops, the beauty supplies and stuff like, like that. We so, gotta we gotta fish out our, our brothers and sisters shop and travel there now. Well we gotta be right in anyway. home businesses and stuff. No, not even home businesses. But that's who we that's, need to find them African American beauty supplies and, and them nail shops that's owned by us. Yeah, we need to step away from them though, y'all. Y'all can make your own Chinese takeout and your own egg roll, egg rolls and egg foo youngs and shit. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of recipes and easy things out there. Yeah, to make. we shared a um link to to some easy best shrimp fried rice homemade, kid friendly. So yeah, definitely check that out, y'all. But um, damn. Oh, speaking of kids, damn, kids are like paper shredders. Oh my god. Now, paper shredders sit on standby. You don't use no energy. You don't do shit until you put a paper in them and they turn on. Yeah. Sounds like they don't do nothing until you need them. <laughs> you damn kids. I tell you, they don't do nothing unless you're forcing them to do it, first of all. But they sit around, don't want to do nothing until you bring some food in. Oh my god. As soon as you bring some oh food my- in, they just consume that shit. Yum, chump, 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 chump. Like, my gosh, I spent $300 on food. When is this shit going to. Uh, and it doesn't last two weeks. What's going on here? You greedy ass kids. Mm-mm-mm. So, WWE showing a sign of the times released over a hundred workers, including wrestlers, backstage people, and managers. Um, names that you might know Rusev, Kurt Ang- Angle. You might be angry now. Kurt Angle, um, <laughs> Zach Ryder. And all these guys have been released due to the uh, coronavirus cuts. Um, names that kind of shocked me, Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows. I mean, mm. they were just on the last pay-per-view. Like, damn. Nah, they ain't saying if these people tested positive, no, and that's why no. they let them go. They just let them go because ain't no work right now. Financial right? cuts. Right. They're working. Okay. They're working. WWE's working, but just just imagine all the money they're missing out with no fans. All them ticket sales, all that shit, SmackDown, Raw, NXT. But who knows if they um, they they sales went up on on um, they app. Yeah, but that's a one time fee, oh. or ten dollars a month if you want to call it like that. Ten dollars a month. Mm. So I mean, hundred dollar tickets, eight hundred dollar tickets, five hundred dollar tickets per show. You know what I'm saying? You missing all that money. Um, Primo Epico, Eric Rowan, Sarah Logan. Like that's just crazy. They're letting they had to let go of some people, and some people will be furloughed. They said mm. some old school guys back in the old days, like I said, Kurt Angle, um, Lance Storm, Mike Rotunda, Fit Finley, guys that work with the wrestlers, even announcers, trainers, interviewers. So it's sad. Like this coronavirus is affecting everybody in all type of businesses. Everybody's getting cut. Warehouses aren't in full of staff. I mean. The list goes on of how this affects everybody. Mm. 
So tomorrow, um, The Last Dance is set to premiere on ESPN. Yeah. Michael Jordan has once again became the discussion of topic. Oh, yeah. So apparently Charles Barkley says that he would love to be friends with Michael Jordan again. He admits that um, they haven't spoken in years. Mm. So he also said that um, they fell out because he has said something bad about him on television. Mm. And um, Michael Jordan felt, you know, he shouldn't have said it. And they haven't talked since then. Well. But he said he was like a brother to me and stuff like that. It seems like Jordan do be getting a little hurt. People say shit. But, hey, man, you the man. People going to talk about you. Mm. <coughs> so, you, you going to watch this? Oh, definitely. So Even though this, I hate on demand and hate recording stuff, I'm going to have to record this. That's why I make sure I catch all uh, 10 episodes. So this is just going to be about Michael Jordan? This is raw footage that somebody decided to start taping 23 years ago while Michael Jordan was playing with the Bulls. And um, this is real raw. You're going to see the raw footage, the uncensored version on ESPN. Mm-hmm. And on ESPN, too, if you want to watch the kid-friendly version, you can watch it on there. But yeah, this is just a pure raw documentary of raw tape and footage. Mm, Sounds like it's going to be interesting. Sounds like it's something I might be interested in. I love documentaries about basketball, about I, sports, period. Because they be interested be like, oh, you, that happened about that player? Let me oh. tell you how it's going to be like. I don't know if you peeped that episode on, on season one of The Wires where the cops was driving around with nobody outside. Everybody was at that, that park watching that basketball game. Yes, Ain't I nobody else going to get no love tomorrow except for this documentary when they come home. Mm-hmm. Everybody, all males, like, if you in a male household, expect that TV to be on ESPN. Mm-hmm. Like, man, you got a true sports fan in your home, it's going to be on ESPN watching that documentary. If he at work, expect a call, baby. I need oh you to take God. this. I need you to take this for me. Listen at you. But yep, that's the shit. The shit. It's the shit, y'all. Well, I might watch it. So, sounds like it'd be interesting. I'm gonna go ahead and um, finish up today's show on some sports news. Um, Jerry Judy's reported Wonderlick score puts him just below literate level. There's a test that they give these college football players that are about to become drafted, and apparently, this Alabama wide receiver. Scored below literacy level. Oh wow, he, he can't read. All right. The, the score goes up, of course, from one to fifty. Highest score fifty, of course. Um, this has started since nineteen thirty-six. Mm. So this is nothing new. They say the average score is twenty, and the best scores usually come out are thirty-two and thirty-one. A person who scores an average of ten and above is considered literate. And therefore, seen by most employers suitable for less demanding professions. Wow. So, this young man scored a 9 on his Wonderlick test. Oh, wow. A couple guys scored 11, 12, 12s, and 13, and 14, but damn. So, it was on a 9, ain't even bad if people still score two points above him. Like, all Shh. that shit, they, they all terrible. Like, are they from the same no, area? No, like, no, 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 no. These are just, we, uh. Can we. No, I don't know where these guys are from. They just get their names. <laughs> like, can we pinpoint like what area they came from and see where the fuck they went the... to? Yeah, but no, nah, T. Higgins, Van Jefferson, C. D. Lamb, and reports are going out that uh, not the top quarterback, but one of the top quarterbacks, Tua. Shit, Tua. 
I ain't trying to pronounce that last name right now, but reports are that he is a uh, injury prone after his hip injury, two broken wrist. So the list goes on. Um, they're saying that he's pretty fragile. And will those reports lead to his draft of stock falling? We shall see because the draft is Thursday. I can't wait. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be something different. And speaking of uh, how different it will be, the WNBA draft was held the other day. And we seen it was a split screen. Well, shit, multiple screens. The uh, commissioner, she was in one, the main screen. And she was you know, announcing the draft picks. And then they turned it over to the draft picks. And then the interviewers were talking to them. Mm. This was uh, going to be new. This is our first draft we've seen this year in sports. I was kind of excited to check it out a little bit. Um, hey, shit, it was some type of sports that was going on. <laughs> You're just happy to see something happy in sports something. related. Anything. Walk Anything. across the stage with that uniform on. <laughs> Man. So, of course, let me give you all a top five rundown. Point guard Sabrina Ionescu from Oregon. She went number one. Um, stats was pretty awesome. I think she scored over 20,000 points, had over 1,000 rebounds and 1,000 assists. The only player to do that that I've heard, um, I believe. Uh, she worked out with the late and great Kobe. Oh. So she says she's sure Kobe's looking down on her and he's proud. Um, like, so you worked out with the man. And shit, I've seen some video of her. Like this is this is pretty good. So let's see if she takes over that 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 city. Um, Oregon, a girl from Oregon named Satu Sabali. She went second, and she was a small forward. Lauren Cox went third. I kind of like this name. Her name was Kennedy Carter. Mm. They spell it with a C H. Sounds interesting. Unique. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and Lauren Cox after she was drafted, um, Kevin Love surprised her with a with an interview. He talked to her for a few minutes, and I don't know if they kind of told these girls what the uh, what to say or whatever. But they kind of like had short short answers, like "Thank you, okay," you know, like they didn't really want to. I don't know if they didn't want to take up time, felt uncomfortable, but it was like shit. It's your time to talk. Tell us something about yourself. And then fifth, we'll round out the top five for y'all. Bella Aleri. She went like she went to the same team as um shit, Lauren Cox from Baylor. And Satu Sabali. Mm-hmm. So this team, man, New York okay, New York Liberty got her. Uh there was one team that had uh four four draft picks in the top twelve. I believe this was that team. I'm trying to get the name right now. But, yep, the draft was pretty awesome. Um, definitely excited to see NFL draft Thursday. Uh, any type of sports. They even had Japanese baseball started back up. So, shit. We're trying to get back in the groove here. We shall see. Now, I don't know if they start this phase one opening up. Am I going to go back to the gym? I think I'm going to continue working out at home. Mm. I don't think I want to. If I do, I'll be in there with a mask on. <laughs> I feel that and gloves. You know, CGS clothing got these new neck gaiters that you can wear as bandanas, wristbands, and um, face masks. You can pull it up over your nose or whatever. Um, I'm definitely about to order some of them. Mm-hmm. Get some definitely of them going. Definitely check out cgsclothing.com. Uh, yeah, 
that is what we got for y'all tonight. Did you have any more entertainment news? Um, have our idiot of the week. Did we have that? No, we I didn't s- have our idiot man, of the week. I saw somebody did some dumb shit the other day. I thought about it, but we was not working at the moment. I tried to take note, and I think I lost it. So they did a study oh. on a thousand people. Mm-hmm. And they said, be careful who you trust. These signs are known. These zodiac signs are the best liars. What the fuck? <laughs> they named the top four. Scorpios, mm-hmm. number one. Oh, Capricorns, wow. number two. Mm-hmm. Aquarius, mm-hmm. number three. And Libras, number four. Eh, it's a good thing no Aries is on there. Uh, do you, you know any of them people who ever lied to you? Probably, <laughs> but um, yeah. Can't remember mm-hmm. right now. So, our idiot of the week is none other than NASCAR driver, former NASCAR driver, shall I say. Yes. Cal Larson. Yes, he's definitely the idiot of the year. He, Fired he definitely, I know he's feeling stupid. Racial slur in the virtual race. So, as you all know, well, of course, sports is canceled. All sports is off right now. So, a few people that can. You've been seeing basketball players play NBA 2K. Soccer's player playing um, FIFA. I think it's some football players even playing Madden. But I'm not sure about that one. But, so, NASCAR and racing has the IRL. The international, like, um, I think it's like some. It's, look, it's a virtual racing league. Mm. And... Kyle Larson, who is half American, half Chinese, decided to use a racial slur during one of these games. And not game, but Matt, racist. And uh, he said it to his sponsor. He said something, you can't hear me, and followed by the N word. Mm. So, that was a sponsor, nigga. That I don't know. Because I, I was trying that to find I don't. I don't. Know. And I, I couldn't find that out myself. I was wondering that. It was I think check. he I don't even think he was. See, that's what I'm saying. People from different cultures, they come over here and be around certain people yeah. or, you know, certain people. Mm-hmm. And they say certain things that they don't know that they're not supposed to say. say. Right, right, right. And then if you is saying that, you shouldn't be saying that in public. <laughs> like, see, that's a, that shows you that he says that a lot. Yeah. For it to slip up and Just him like to that. say it like that. As soon as you get pissed off. All right. So it was during a mic check, and Larson saying, you can't hear me, nigga. So, yep. He issued an apology Monday saying that there was no excuse for his comment. He apologized in a video posted on his social media accounts. At that point, he had been released by his sponsor so and suspended by NASCAR. So I, I believe a day later or so, uh, he was, go, he was uh, shit, fired. They fired his ass a day later. So... See you later, Kyle. Let's see when the next time he'll get a racing job. Yeah. Probably, probably in a year or two, they'll let him sit off and, you know, somebody pick him up or something once something happens. That's how it happens. He, he might be a trainer. Go train somebody for a while. Like, <laughs> go go put in your dues. Let's see here if we can hear his sorry excuse, his sorry apology. Will it play? Oh, oh. What's going on here? Who muted the sound? He said. All right, let's. I just want to say I'm sorry. Um, you know, last night I made a mistake and said the word that should never, ever be said. And um, you know, there's no excuse for that. You know, I wasn't raised that way. You know, it's just an awful thing to say. And I feel very sorry for my family, my friends, 
my partners, the NASCAR community, and especially the African-American community. You know, I understand the damage is probably unrepairable, and you know, I own up to that. Um, but I just want to let you all know how sorry I am. And, you know, I hope everybody is, is staying safe during these crazy times. Thank you. So, yeah, that was Kyle's uh, apology. And, um, yeah. So, I want to talk about how he just got caught up in a moment and he's stupid. <laughs> Because that apology, it, that, that apology was just like somebody, you, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, you, who's that called? Your publicist come back mm-hmm. and, you know, they PR try to rep. clean up. Yeah. yeah. Now, that's all that sound like. <laughs> he going to be saying that junk to his boys in a minute. <laughs> so, uh, before we uh, step away, go ahead and check out um, Art R&R Kitchen Cafe Family on YouTube. I believe you can search. That is her, um, that's the title of the... Um, YouTube and yeah. Facebook, yeah. Okay, so definitely check those out. She has a cool family um, live eatery show where she cooking and everything. Uh, she did a mukbang the other day <laughs> where her and her kids are eating the spiciest noodles ever. Oh and God. that was just hilarious. So definitely check out that. And she definitely has some good recipes. So... All right. R&R Kitchen, Family Kitchen and Cafe, so check it out. Uh, dance time, dance time. Party, so Sierra party, party, um, has, is giving people a look into the life of being pregnant during this oh, COVID-19 no. pr- pandemic. Mm. Russell had to watch his ultrasound through FaceTime. Oh, wow. Because right now they are limiting um, visitors to one or none. To where, I guess his hospital limits it to, to none. none. <laughs> to where he has to watch it on Facebook. You know, Your mama? No shit. But apparently they are expecting a baby boy. Oh, that's what's up. Congratulations for them. I know one thing. It just it irritates my soul to, to see somebody else taking care of somebody else's son. Mm-hmm. Like. Can't anybody else take care of your kid better than you? How I feel. You can only get him the true love that you had. And I don't see. You don't hear nothing about future being with his son. You always see him playing with Russell. And shouts out to Russell for taking care and stepping in and being that great dad. But damn, future. Where you at, homie? With all your now, kids. Now, I'm against that because you uh, a dude. My daddy took care of kids that wasn't his. And he I didn't. Say dis- his, I no, I'm just saying. It, yeah. No, I'm just saying. Like, dudes, that is capable. Dudes can take care of your kid better than you can, even though you got the capacity to go to court or do whatever you got to do to see your kid. But if the biological father is taking care of that kid with true love and everything, who can take care of that kid better than him? But let's talk about I'm future. Not, I'm he not got stating eight kids, that so it's if, like if if a man is not owning up to his full potential as as being a father, yes, somebody can take care of that kid better than him. But what I'm saying right. is, can't nobody take care of your kid better than you? But he got eight kids that he ain't taking care of not one of. That's what I just said. But like, he hey, might be financially taking care of them, but he's not in their life life. Financially taking care of the mama's pockets, mm. but. That's fucked up. Y'all try to be in y'all kids' life the best y'all can. Definitely. Any by any means necessary. All right, y'all. Out of here. Adios, amigos.
We thank you for checking out this episode. Search CG Social Show in your favorite podcast listening app. Until next time, come, come get, get some. some.